Beautiful. That's what comes to mind when we think about our human design and we're progressively exposed to the perfection of God's original design. Our lives begin to reflect that beauty. Your life is His design, and His design is beautiful. Thank you for engaging with us as we are about to be further exposed to the beauty of His design as we look into the world to see Jesus. Let's look at our, our operating scripture, this operating scripture for the whole month. Amen. Your phone has an OS operating system. This is your OS for the month. Your operating scripture for the month. Glory to God forevermore. And give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Woo! All right. Let us read together. Okay, you know what? I want you to start from verse 22 because that's where we'll start. We'll go from verse 22 into verse 24 so that you sort of get um, a full picture of what is being discussed here. All right, let's read together, everybody. One, two, go. And oft times it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. I want you to notice, go back for a bit. I want you to notice that the man is saying, if you can't do anything, okay? So he's presupposing on the ability of Jesus. All right? Now let's go to verse 23. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Verse 24. And straightway, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help, my, help thou my words on belief. Do you have the HCSB? All right, let's, let's look at that. All right, let's read together. I want to go. It says, and many times it has thrown him into the fire or water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. If you can do anything. Then Jesus had said to him, if you can. In other words, he's saying, if I can. Do you understand? Uh -huh. All right, let's read. Continue. Everything is possible to the one who believes. Say that again. Everything is what? Is possible to the one who believes. Next verse. Immediately, the father of the boy cried out, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Um, I want us to look at it in the NLT, but you have to look at it in your Bibles. Okay, so let's go ahead and look at it in the NLT, but in our Bibles. Just want to give you another context. All your mobile phones have Bibles. Right? So just open it on there and just scroll down to NLT. Woo! The glory of the Lord is here. Are you happy? Can you rejoice? Give the Lord a shout. Glory to God. All 
right. Math, Mark chapter number what? My Bible is taking me to Second Chronicles. Can you imagine? <laughs> Mark nine twenty-two. Yes. All right. Let's read together. It says, "The Spirit often throws him into the fire, or into the water, trying to kill him." Have mercy on us and help us if you can. Gee, what do you mean, if I can? Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. Precious spirit of the living God. We receive your word with joy and with gladness. Our hearts are open. You have given me utterance. I feel your presence so strong. And I honor you that someone's life is going to be remarkably transformed Amen. by the things that we will hear today. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' holy name we declare. Amen. Can you give the Lord a shout of praise? Glory! You may be seated. God bless you. Glory to God forevermore. So we are teaching this nitty-gritty series with the intent that everybody who listens and follows the conversation enters into a place called Possibilities. It's a zone. It's a realm. Hallelujah. Listen, possibilities is a realm. Now, please make sure that you are taking notes in the service because uh, a short pen is better than a long memory. Um, don't be defeated already. Give yourself the room. All right, to enjoy the victory that Jesus has paid for. You understand what I'm saying? If you're not taking notes, there's the pre presumption that I am entertaining you. <laughs> I'm not Michael Jackson. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Okay, so you've got to take notes. Very important. It's necessary for you so you don't forget what you have been taught. All right, so this morning, we, you know, last week, I tried to teach on big picture thinking as much as I could, and I hope that you were blessed. Yes, you know, listening to the message again on Wednesday, I was like, wow. <laughs> if only we, we, we just, of course, I know you use the things that you hear, amen? amen? But continue to use the things that you hear, you know? Um, I said last week that God has a luxurious life for you. A life of luxury. And let me tell you, I, I mentioned last week as well that I have been around very wealthy people who, who are afraid of the word luxury. They think it's too wasteful. I've, I've heard wealthy people in this nation, I'm telling you, one-on-one, -on -one, all right, but they, they are afraid of the word luxury because they think, what? That's, that's wasteful. 
<laughs> and I'm like, you are not the one who started the luxury business. God did. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now listen, the reason why you are sitting down and learning like this is because the Father loves you. He loves you so much. The other thing I want you to know is, oh boy, I wish I could drive this into everybody's spirits. No Christian, no believer is a bench woman. None. 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 Listen, there is no believer that, that is a follow come, we come look. Are you getting what I'm saying? So other people can be doing big things, but I just came to look. I just came to observe. I just came to watch what other big people are doing. No believer. The blood could not have been shed to produce a looker. The, the blood of Jesus could not have been shed, right, to produce an onlooker. One who just observes people win, but never wins. One who just watches people do big things, but never does any big thing. The devil is a liar. Jesus does not produce failures. He doesn't sponsor flops. When he meets you at the low side of life, his job is to take you up. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So there is no spectator in the kingdom. There is none. Amen. Amen. None. No spectator in the kingdom. None. God does not have spectators. He has participators. All of the life that Jesus came to give was for participators, not spectators. So it's not a few people who heal the sick. It's all of us. Is someone hearing what I'm saying? It's not a few people who raise the dead. It's all of us. It's not a few people who cast out devils. A few good Christians. What? A few Christians who have dotted their eyes and cross, who are prim and proper. They are the ones who cast out devils. No, 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 sir. No, ma. It is all of us. Now, you see, when God has produced all of us like this to be participators in his life, He's got to give you what we call the food of champions. And that's what this is. You've got to be loaded with things to believe. God did not create anybody and leave them on the earth without giving them something to believe. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It is like pumping you with energy by the Spirit to get you to be up and running. And let me tell you, if there is anything that can stop you, it's what you think can stop you. Glory, hallelujah. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying this morning? So that's the reason. Listen, your attempt at living in possibilities is not just because you want to show off. No. The reason why is that behind your life, there's a long chain of people. Oh, did somebody hear me this one? Look, whether you know it or not, (laughs) whether you agree or not, I just told you, God doesn't produce failures. He doesn't sponsor flops. How can he create you and not make people to depend on you? There are people like that. 
There are people like that. Listen, and they are not just in Nigeria. They are everywhere you find them. Are you hear what I'm saying? Everywhere you go and everywhere you find them. There are people like that lining up behind your life. Waiting to be touched by you. So you must carry power. Tell your neighbor, say, I carry power. No, I'm not talking about power. <laughs> no, you understand what I'm saying? No, I'm not talking about power. I'm talking about power, power, raw fire. That's what you carry. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, For the nations attached to you, one man a nation, two men a continent. Do you understand me? So you're not ordinary. That's why you must have something to believe. Glory, hallelujah. Can you give the Lord a shout of praise? Glory to God. So if you, this morning, we are teaching on the subject conceptual arts. And I want you to please put the diagram on on the screen because I want to, yeah, right there. Right there. Right there. So, the first thing I want to start with, and then we'll take it up from here, is that the gospel, the finished work of Jesus, is filled with concepts for your life. Concepts. The mind of God. You see, healing is a concept in God's mind. Prosperity is a concept. Provision is a concept. The forgiveness of sins is a concept. Eternal life is a concept. Righteousness is a concept. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, God's mind is filled with concepts for your life. Okay? So, when we talk about concepts, we're talking about what is in the mind of God for every area of your life. Then the arts is your believing. Your believing. Your, Your believing what is in God's mind for you. Now, that's what brings us. So, when you put concept and arts together, the concept in the mind of God, and you developing the art of believing, because believing is an art. Listen, you can get skilled in believing. Mm -hmm. Glory, hallelujah. Listen, let me tell you something. There was a man in scripture, I'm, I'm teaching already, amen? His name was Thomas. He was, he was, he had an art in doubt. (laughs) He was a master doubter. Except I see, I would not believe. Then Jesus came and said, see. And then when he saw, the next thing he said was, my Lord and my God. In other words, I have now come to the place where I am believing. The more he continues in that believing, the stronger he gets. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Yes, sir. The more he continues, the stronger he gets. The more the stronger he gets. You see, that's why sometimes I laugh at people who act as though they, they figured. Let me tell you, if today is the last day you show up in church, and if today is the last day you hang out anything that concerns believing, if today is the last day you, you hang around hearing God's word, and you hang around being in, in, you know, you hang around being in the community of believers. If I meet you five years down the line, there will be shaking in your voice. Your confessions will change. Your declarations will change. It is so. 
You know what makes you to be a lot more convinced is that every day you visit it again. Every day you visit it again. If you leave this stuff, you know, many people presuppose on their, on their own ability. If you leave this stuff for one year, you still think like something. I'll shake myself as often times. Nothing. Then you do it again. You give yourself another two years. Another three years. Another four years. You know that there are some people who have confessions, but it's not deep. It's just mouthly confessions. Let it be. People understand. People know how to speak Christianese. I hear what I'm saying? But they in their hearts, they know that they don't believe what they are saying. You see, the more we hang around, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say that believing is an art that you can become a master at. And how do you become a master at believing? By giving yourself to the concepts in God's mind. There are many concepts trying to get your attention. Many concepts in this world trying to get your attention. A lot of them have already gotten a leeway into many people's minds. But you see, you've got to be removed. See, let me tell you. The more you engage with God's mind, the more further removed you are from the concepts of this world. Sickness is a concept. Scarcity is a concept. Failure is a concept. Death is a concept. Lack is a concept. Depression is a concept. And so you can, as a believer, be developing yourself to the point where you become very skillful in believing. You know what it means to be very skillful in believing? It is quick to believe. Yes, yes. (laughs) Glory, hallelujah. So look at this. Please look up to the screen. You'll see something here. So we have concepts, which is God's mind. God's mind is filled with concepts for your life. We have the arts, which is your believing. I mean, you can get so creative in believing. Amen. You know, many people put different things, you know, on their walls and put, you know, you can get so creative in your believing. I love those of you who, who wear what you believe. You can get creative. You can get the automobile company to make your gear, the gear shifter in your car, to be God's word. I say you can get creative with your believing. Glory, hallelujah. You can wear shoes that help you to believe. It's an art. You can, you can create your believing, create your world, surround yourself with believing. Just imagine somebody does a shoe. Who no go, no, no. That's, that's, that's the name of his shoe. If you no go, you no know. Or you put behind your car. The journey is far. Let me tell you, you're developing your believing. It's just in the wrong way. You can get so skillful with believing. Wear ties that carry the gospel, what you believe. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Tell them to inscribe God's word on your phone pouch or on your, on your eyewear pouch. So that at every point, you're surrounded with the message. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. Possibilities. And that's what we're teaching this month. And what do I call possibilities? Favorable outcomes. Outcomes that, that you want. Glory, hallelujah. Now let me ask you, 
How many of you enjoy favorable outcomes? Let me see your hands up. Look, I'm not teaching you so that your head will be filled with knowledge. I'm teaching you so that you can go and act on it. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So let's look at this. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Mark chapter number 9. Let's look at verse 22. Put it up, please. So if you observe the conversation here, the man came to Jesus, all right, and then he puts some weight on God's ability. Look at what he said. He said, if you can do anything, if you can do anything. In other words, this is what I call deflection. It is deflecting the focus from me to him. That let it not be that I didn't show up. Let it be that it is you that didn't move. So that deflection is, and I'm, I'm going somewhere with all of this. That deflection is what a lot of people, a lot of believers have, have come to become very skilled at doing. So he said, if you can't do anything, please help us. Next verse, please. If, if, yeah, yeah. Next, next verse. Verse 23. Jesus said unto him, it's not about if I can do something. The NLT says, what, what do you mean if I can't do something? What, what are you talking about? Can you believe? That's the question. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not can I do. It's can you believe. It's not what can he do. Is what can you believe for? He says, if you can't believe. So it means that, listen, listen. There is the ability of Jesus. And then there is the belief of man. It's like you are putting a, a thing together. Jesus, whatever, I don't know. That thing, you're putting it together. On one end is God's ability. On man's end is man's believing. It is when God's ability... Catches man's believing that possibilities happen. Glory, hallelujah. God's ability, man's believing, when they hit together, what you have is an explosion of possibilities. Ah, listen, listen. I am not sharing fairy fables or I'm sharing with you that which has the potential. You know, many people are sitting here and thinking, ah, I, I think I knew earlier on this year that maybe nothing will happen out of those things that they called an election. And some people's hearts have been broken. And I ask myself, has there ever, look, I love, I love Peter. But do you think that there's ever been a time that the government actually was able anywhere in the world to take people up to speed with God's plan for their lives. It's impossible. Listen, I don't care how nice the government is. It's impossible. Now some of you are thinking, well, purely, some people, they, they now have constant lights. They now have constant power. They now have, and then I'm asking you, have they cured cancer? 
you're still looking in terms of ephemeral things. All right? But there are still things hitting this world that the world, no matter where they are in the world, has no answer to. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are sitting here now listening about possibilities. You better latch on it with everything you've got. The last time I checked, the only template that we have of a consistent win in, against the battle for cancer that has no side effects is God's word. Yes. Even when medicine manages to heal a person's cancer, they leave them in the wake of that healing with many downsides. Because when the chemo has done its work on your body and the person is now looking scarier than what they do. Do you understand what I'm saying? I get what I'm saying? Because this chemo is not intelligent to only go after the cancerous cells. It goes after everything. So so the doctors will tell you the options we have now is chemo and management. But a believing doctor will put another one. The power of God. Possibilities. Lift up your hands and say, in the name of Jesus, I have come into a place where all things are possible for me. I do not live with a sense of impossibilities. Something is awoken in my spirit. I live with the consciousness that all things are possible. In the name of Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. So I want you to get this here. Now the reason why God is arming you like this is not just for you. It's for the people connected to you. Of course, you're going to benefit from it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Of course, you're going to benefit from the power of God flowing. I, I can hardly contain myself. Amen? Amen? But there are more people attached to you. Just imagine how God anointed Queen with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good. And let nobody tell this generation that you are far from it. Let nobody tell you that you are far from what it takes. That it is not just talk. It starts with talk. It starts with talk. I have to agree. It is not just talk. You come, you speak English. All of the Bible wouldn't have been written and given to us if it was not us, if it doesn't start with talk. They hound you down to the point that you can't even say that the power of God works through you. That's you can't even say it. Long before Jesus demonstrated any miracle, it was said. I guess what I'm saying? It is the things you say you will see. That's the thing. Many people are too afraid to say, lest they be labeled, lest they be ostracized, lest people will call them names, lest people will laugh at them. I told you some of the clogs in the wheel last week. Some people, the reason why they've not moved in their lives is because they are too afraid to fail and they are too afraid to be laughed at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I feel sorry for you. You are too afraid to fail. Are you okay? Okay.
Say, God is with me. Say, God is for me. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid of what people will say. So Jesus said unto him, if you can believe. Now, you know, I tried to really harp on that last week. If you can believe. If you can believe. If you can. It all means that Jesus was saying that there are many things, you know, that would try to hold you back from believing. And you know, for a man who has seen his son live in this condition for a long time, the longer you see somebody with a condition, the lesser the opportunity or the ability to believe. There is something that believers now do. It's called coping mechanism. God doesn't want you to cope. The word of God is not a coping mechanism. The word of God works. And believers must agree that it works. So let's just cope. Let's just keep coping. No, we're not coping. Say amen. Amen. Say this with me. Say I'm not coping. In the name of Jesus. I am thriving. I experience what the word of God talks about. And there has to be a certainty. If you can believe. So this guy has seen this boy so sick and beggarly all the time. And now, listen, listen. Just follow me. You'll be so blessed. The longer the picture of failure lasts, that's how long the memory of success fades away. So to the point that a person cannot remember any longer what it means to be well. I get what I'm saying? These are the things that are obstacles to if you can believe. So when God's word comes to you, it raises you above those limitations, those limiting pictures. As I'm talking to people now, what will stop you from believing God for a billion or for a million? <laughs> if you can't believe. Is that not what scripture says? Yes, you know, one of the things that hinder people many times is they believe that they, they have to follow procedure and steps. Yes, have you ever seen anybody who just arrived and just, it's me, it's me, it's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. Hey, hey, Some of you, as you have been growing up, you should have seen a lot of scams in your world now. That this thing, that a person will finish school, primary school, enter secondary school, follow the process, do it, go to university. Then when you finish, you have to do NYSC. Then when you finish NYSC, then you now start looking for a job. Then you finish looking for a job. Then you now build a house. Then you finish building a house. You now buy a car. Then you now be ready to marry. Something should already tell you that that's a scam. Something should tell you. Who told you that in school you cannot already be a billionaire? It's societal, you know, structures, modes. So people are too afraid to even skip the step. 
<laughs> you understand? To jump from high school to a multimillionaire. And then look, look at the scam. Look at another scam. They say it's not for the money. None of you here that I'm looking into your eyes went to school because you love book. <laughs> you see these eyes that I'm looking at now? None of you. Some of you selected the jobs that you selected because you're saying, <laughs> if I finish like this, I'm yet to see the person who went to school. Just, I just like book. Ah, I'm just a passionate guy. They, they exist, though. Amen. They exist, though. Let me not talk. You understand? I'm just saying, I have not seen. I, they exist. Me, I have just not seen. So you look at, you know the BS scam? Eh, I'm not in need for the It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. I need for the money. I need for the money. Oh, yeah, now go there for free now. Go for free. At the end of the month, then they pay. Say, <laughs> no, just, just, keep the, just keep the money. My passion. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just very passion driven. So now the question is can't we skip some steps? Yes. yes. So you see, this mode that society has built in people's mind that you have to follow steps is what stops people from thinking. What is possible? <laughs> turn to your neighbor and say, what is possible? What is possible? No, turn. Look at them. Smile. Say, have you thought about what is possible? Eh? Same you. You have not grown taller. You have not grown fatter. Same you like this. With the same historic um, experience. With the same degree that you have. But now God has lifted you. Oh, somebody's not hearing what I'm saying. God has lifted you simply because you dared to believe. Say, I can believe. believe. Say it again. Say, I can believe. I can believe. So, one of the things that I want you to know this morning is that never you only talk about the ability of God. Can you, God? You know, I like I like Jesus. He deflected the, the attention, the question. He deflected it straight up. He said, no, it's not about whether, what me I can do. Because the last time I checked, there is nothing impossible for me to do. Elizabeth should have just, Zachariah and Elizabeth, they should have just asked their progenitor, mm-hmm. Abraham and Sarah, Sarah, whether God is able to make an old person their children. And then suckle that child at old age. Biology will tell you that when a person starts getting at a, at a particular level, eh, I wish you magnify God's word above biology. Yes. Some of your worries, you won't have them. Glory, hallelujah. You become the speck everybody is checking out. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So all that that lady would have just done is ask her progenitor. And she would know that a 90-year-old can still carry a child. And suckle the child. Listen. I pray. That irrespective of what is going on in your life or around you. That you still have the ability to believe. You see this believing thing. Is the conduit. A person can be so beaten, 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 beaten. To the point that you can't believe anymore. I pray. 
that you never get to that point. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Where you can't believe anymore. Oh, no, you can't believe. Oh. You can't believe. Glory, hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Can somebody laugh here? Can somebody laugh? Laugh in the Holy Ghost. Can somebody laugh? <laughs> you see, you're receiving Holy Ghost marinating. Can somebody laugh? Glory, hallelujah. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. It says not a few things, not most things, not some things. All right? But all things are possible. You know, some of you might say, Oh, purely, why are you hammering on this so much? Why are you hammering on this? this the way the Spirit of God is hammering it in my heart. But believers have come to a place where nothing is impossible to them. Let me show you, let me show you some things. Let me show you some things. God has the ability to do, but his ability to do is greatly impacted by our ability to believe. Your ability to believe is the plug into, or your ability to believe helps you to plug into God's ability to do. And believing can be so mastered that you be, it becomes an art. That you become a master at believing. Many people are master at doubting. Are you getting what I'm saying? They are masters at doubting. They have not even tried to believe the first time they hear something. Ah, what if, what if it does not? All your what ifs is that it won't work. What if it fails? What if it breaks? What if? I'm asking you, what if you go and you are accepted? What if it works? You know, many people who seem like they are giants just have more what ifs in the positive. And you have more what is in the negative. And it looks like you are stuck. Listen, let me say this. And I, I think you should write that down. Very important. God has no favorites. Yes. He is also not a respecter of persons or personalities. He has no favorites. What God would do for one, he would do for the other under the same circumstances. Person A is not favored by God over person B. Otherwise, what kind of father will he be? <laughs> it's all about what can you believe. And let me tell you, listen to this. Take your believing and bring it in the scope of the finished work. Don't go and believe for somebody's wife. Ina, Ina, ah, okay. <laughs> Stay there. <laughs> it is the word of God that governs your believing. I told you last week, and I'm just building my thoughts. Because, let me say this. This month, by the way, God has told us words for 2024. We're, we're just digging it out. The Bible says, much food lies in the fallow ground of the poor. God can tell you something prophetically, but you have no time to dig it out. No wonder it looks like he didn't tell you anything. 
The poor has much food, but the ground is fallow. That's why he's broke. Till the ground. God gives you a word, and you expect him to amplify it for you. You will sit down. Are you getting what I'm saying? And start to search. And he say, hey, that's my, that's, that's, hey, do you understand? Because the search is the amplification. Are you getting what I'm saying? God gives you an idea. You sit down, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost. And as he's telling you, he has told you a name. You sit down, you don't, you know, many people, you know, ah, name. Uh, okay, that's it, Lord. Thank you. Wow, they ran off. No, stay there. Let him begin to expand it in your mind. The more you pray and brood over it, the more it's expanding in your mind before you know it. It's a collection of stuff. Wow. You thought it was one thing. It's now 15 things. Ah, yeah, is somebody being blessed by what I'm saying? Say all things are possible. All things are possible. So please write this down. I've talked about the deflection, the change in the direction of the conversation from God. You know, let me tell you how some, some people look. And I'm going to something very quickly out of this. You know how some people look? look I look to you, oh God. It's all up to you. No, sir. It's not all up to him. If it was all up to him, everybody would be saved. It's up to him and up to your response to him. Do you understand what I'm saying? What he has created. Faith now has to take. Okay, let me give you an example. So imagine you're here now. Grace has made healing available. But you say, the days of healing are over. You know, there are people who believe that. The days of miracles are over. Ah, yeah, there are plenty. Ah, that the days of the manifestation of the Spirit are over. That the days of supernatural prosperity... In the name of Jesus, may you be a signpost of God's supernatural prosperity. Let me tell you something, and I'm speaking under the influence of the Spirit. There is, you see, you can't go any further than miracle money, miracle provision, miracle supply. Hear me, and hear me good. Not everything that will come into your life will come from you. There has to be a supernatural source that sends things your direction. It's called supernatural supply. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it is available to the one who is in Christ Jesus. Everything you get in your life, you qualify for. You don't know that that's that's slowing you down. Somebody has to see you and not know the reason why. They just like you. And they just want to favor you. That's somebody's story here. You think you arrive based on the things you merit alone? No. Please try to merit things. In other words, be diligent. But you must give a lot of room for things you can't explain. How did we move from two to 500? I can't explain. Somebody's not here. How did we start? I can't explain. Go and ask. Even the best of them. Go and ask. There was a part in the, in the tilt that they can't take credit for. It's called the grace and the favor of God. Hallelujah. That is what you are living under. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? The words you're hearing today, they are putting speed on your feet. They are putting acceleration to your steps. And you are moving faster than you ever imagined. Some of you, eh, listen. 
Ah, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. God is putting words in my Some of you eh, will move faster than your understanding. I'll explain. You would have received first. As you start to carry it out, then you'll be understanding what eh. <laughs> Let me share a testimony with you. Maybe two. How much time do I have? This thing is pushing me. Ah, okay. A guy hired somebody to do his project. He gave them a project to do. A believer. He hired somebody to do his project. It was something in the engineering. The person he hired did not even understand what they said they should do. So the person disappointed, didn't show up. He had 48 hours or thereabouts. He collected the project back and started praying in the Holy Ghost. As I was praying in the Holy Ghost, some of you, the reason why some things do not seem to work is that you have not spent time brooding over them and incubating them in the place of prayer. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm not asking you to do anything much. Just kelebrat, with the thing in front of you, that big project. Before you go and meet that client, keleporo stay like a likata, likata, pialagata, lekialaba. That's all. Is the power of God here or not? The power of God is here. Wow. I'm trying to contain myself. So the guy finished. Put the same presentation together as he knew. <laughs> I went to present in front of a panel of professors. As he was presenting, the man he gave the job to do was also there. The man said, it was when you were presenting that I understood the subject. <laughs> So when he finished and said any questions, the prof, the chief of the department, got up and started clapping. Now this is the best thing he has seen in his career. Clapping, clapping, clapping. And so when he finished clapping, and you know, if the best has approved of it, then what are we talking about? Another man, another professor, another lecturer, Got up and said, I want to ask a question. The chief prof turned and looked at him and said, are you okay? I have said it's okay. And you still want to ask, what do you want to ask? Because listen, I am speaking in the name of Jesus. Your influence can, can rest upon a community. Ah, listen, listen, brothers and sisters. I don't know who is hearing me. You can cast your spirit upon a community. You can cast your spirit upon a people. They say they don't like people as you enter. Wait, wait to, wait to, wait to. People do not used to go to some baba. And they will give them something to rob. So that they will look different when they enter. It won't be them they will be seen. It will be something else. So that whatever, the, you understand what I'm saying? Like an attraction kind of thing. You have the greatest attraction kind of thing. It's the Holy Ghost. You can cast your spirits upon people, upon systems. They've hated everybody. They've told everybody no. As you came in, they just said smiling. (laughs) They're just smiling. They're smiling. I don't know what it is about you. I don't know who I am talking to. But in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are living in possibilities. You see, you, you just came in. I don't know what it is about you. But I just like you. 
you've cast your spirit upon them. Yes. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Possibilities. You are not ordinary. They give somebody something, they say, speak and follow. At the moment you talk, they will not be able to resist you. Yours is in the Holy Ghost. You understand what I'm saying? All of us business people, in the name of Jesus, watch. Just watch. That's how you will close multi-million dollar contracts. And it will be for the gospel. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? You close multi-billion dollar contracts. They say, how did you do it? He has been chasing everybody out of his office. He can't chase me. Do you know who I am? Let me tell you, that, take that five minutes and enter consciousness. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, they've been chasing people. They've been chasing people, chasing people. You say, I'm different. Yes. Enter consciousness. And then go. At my sound, at my word, he obeys. Listen, some of you say, P.O.D., I did it once. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. It does not work. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel sorry for you. <laughs> if I told you that you had a million dollars in my office, hmm, and you go once, and the door did not open, you would just come back and tell me that the door did not open. That's all you do. <laughs> As I'm looking at you, you know I've been looking at all of you's eye. As I'm looking at people's eye like this. You will not come back and give me that information. Last, listen, let me, let me put it well. It is your money. It is there. I've shown you proof. The only thing is that you went, you tried, the door did not open. You will come back and then, the door did not open. What will, what will you do? In, in good faith. In good faith, what will you do? Is there a key? There's no key. Is it my money? Break it, get the money, I'll put the door back. So what many people do is that the first time they try the spiritual principle, you know what they gave up. Something that is real, something that is sworn in blood, something that an oath is upon, something that a promise has been given with a swear. God has been talking and he didn't have to swear. You know if God calls her in NK, if he says she's black now, she becomes black as he has said. Because he has the ability to do that. Yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? He says she becomes orange. Now, immediately she will turn to orange. What's the color of this shoe? Mint. Her whole body will be mint. <laughs> now, the God who has such an ability now goes on to swear. Does he not tell you something? Does he not tell you something? Say this with me in the name of Jesus. I am not living beneath my capacity. I am not living beneath my potential. Christ is my potential. I have found myself in him. And in the name of Jesus, I am living in my potential. I am living in possibilities. Glory, hallelujah. So write this down. Believing is an art. It's called the art of believing. The art of believing. It is this believing that brings you into a place called possibilities. Supernatural possibilities. So let's give you some concepts. Concept number one. Healing and health. That's a concept in God's mind. Put that, put that image on the, on the screen, please. 
Say this with me in the name of Jesus. Health is mine. Listen, concept is health. All right? In God's mind, health. Let me tell you how it is in his mind. God did not make any room in the provision of health. He didn't make any room for excuses. He didn't make any room for failure. The way God designed things to go is that they function in pristine order till he comes. Eh? I didn't say till you die. I say till he comes. If you're looking to the grave, you can keep quiet. But if you're looking to the sky, rejoice. Till he comes. No heart failure. No kidney failure. No liver failure. Till he comes. That's how he designed it to be. Let me ask you a question. And I, I pray it hits you like a thunderbolt. So you mean that the fall of Adam is greater than the finished work of Jesus? Where has sickness come from? It's not from the Adam's fall. Before Adam fell, people were living 950, 960, 970. Let me make a joke. Hmm? When they wanted to know that Papa A.B. was truly dead, they threw a woman in his bed as he did not move. They say, ah, he's dead. Truly. Truly. Truly he's dead. Because at, at that age, 100, 150, 160, 170, he was not feeble like this. The idea that as you're growing old, you start buying walking stick. Where did you get it from? I don't know if you are reading scripture. I don't know if you are reading scripture. Let me tell you what people, they've read their life's experience inside scripture. The scripture, me, I'm reading, no hiding, no natural force abated, nothing, strong. Okay, no wonder some people are not looking forward to old age because of all the, all the complications that comes with it. Okay, die young now. If you not grow old, then you die young. So you don't want to die young. But you don't want to grow old. Somebody sold a lie to you. That old age is synonymous with memory loss. With feebleness. With not being able to breathe well. With not being able to walk well. And you bought it. You bought it. You bought it. That's the problem. Say, no, I'm not buying. Now, let me tell you something. God is feeding me with ideas for you. Amen? Amen. Let me tell you what symptoms are. Symptoms are those people in traffic waving apple at you. Buy apple. Buy apple. Buy apple. Buy apple. You are driving. Buy apple. Buy apple. That's what symptoms are. Buy apple. Buy apple. Many times, if you don't want apple, what do you do? Go away, I don't want. Is it not? Is that not what you do? They bring, uh, you know, there's nothing you will not see in Lagos traffic. The only thing they've not said is selling is human beings. I guess something. You see, you see at framework. You can, hey, if, Jesus, hey, somebody bought puppy. He bought a puppy in traffic. When he got home, puppy became bingo. Grew up to be, hey, Jesus. 
You understand? If they bring a puppy and say, buy puppy, buy puppy. They are waving it in your face. It looks real. But the reason why you don't buy, the reason why you don't buy is because you don't want it. Last time I checked, you want a headache? No. You want cancer? The way you reject things you don't like in traffic, that's the same way you reject symptoms when they come into your body. You say, that's not for me. I don't want it. I get what I'm saying? And Satan is intelligent. Let me tell you what happens. Many times, it's because you have built a pattern in your mind and associated with the, with the commonalities that are in your environment. So you accept it. Then you now go to Google. Hmm? But from today, in the name of Jesus... You are living with the concepts in God's name. Amen. Amen. Say amen. Amen. Let's agree in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Until I am gray. Until I am gray. Until I am gray. Until I am gray. No, no sickness. No sickness. No disease. No disease. My ankles are working well. My ankles are working well. In the name of Jesus. Name of my Jesus. knees are functioning well. In the name of Jesus, my heart is functioning well. Every organ in my body is functioning well. Listen, if things begin to fail in your body, it's a mockery to God. Satan is trying to mock God's design. The last time I checked, God who created you did not know that your heart will last you for 150 years. What? What? So God could have put a heart inside you that will start to fail as you enter 50. A devil is a liar. Jesus is a Messiah. I don't know who is hearing what I'm saying today, but in the name of Jesus, you are free from those preconceptions. I say you are free. Hey, wait, wait. Anytime you see a disease in your body that is not after the program, it's a mockery to the intelligence of God. So you just say, it can't stay. God is too intelligent for your heart to begin to fail at 60. <laughs> I don't know how these things work in, in people's minds, but this is how it has to work according to the word of God. Say amen. Say my mind is fixed, my mind is fixed on what Jesus has provided. What Jesus has provided. Amen. amen. So we agree at 60, you, your heart is still solid. Glory to God. At 60, you are just starting. Kidney functioning well. Liver functioning well. Now let me tell you, let me tell you, should I say this one? Yes, sir. Don't be afraid of doing tests. Do tests. But for you, let it be a confirmation that you are well. Ah, who is not hearing what I'm saying now? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Say, doctor, I know you won't find anything. I do the test. Hmm? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, you now say, I you say, hey, that's your report. Okay, come. Take the report and go to God. And say, Lord, from your design, I didn't find any kidney failure 
in your design. I didn't find any cancer in your design. I didn't find any diabetes in your design. So in the name of Jesus, this is not my report. Now you take another report and you start to read it out loud. You understand? In the name of Jesus, with long life has he satisfied me. The problem is that people get too tired of believing and acting their faith. Have you ever seen an accountant who get tired of figures? A you investor, look at, all right, who gets tired of investment conversations. That's the place where you should come alive. The believer should come alive in believing. Do you understand what I'm saying? What else are we doing other than believing? Glory, hallelujah. Say, I believe for a living. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. How long will you knock on a door that has your money? Concepts. You know, concept number one, healing and health. Concept number two, establishment in the faith. Amen. Established in the faith. It is not you that five years from now, you will have no faith. Not you. Not you. Five years from now, it will be the nations you are taking for the gospel. The people you are impacting. You're not having midlife crisis. You're having midlife rises. You know, people were in church in their youth and teenage years. They were in church, doing church stuff. Then they outwork church as they entered 60 and 70. They said, that church thing, you know, we did it. We did it. We carried it upon our head. We were, when we were young, we are the ones that carried it upon our head. In our time, we carry it upon our head. We, you understand? It's just a, park, a car that has parked. You see any car that is parked? If you leave it there for a donkey years, it will never move. Yes. Your faith moves. I guess what I'm saying. What I mean is that you are established in the faith. We meet you at 60. You are still strong. You understand? You are still full of faith. You've done more self. I guess what I'm saying. Okay, let me give you an example. You know, I'm, I'm just I'm sharing with you. Actually, this morning I just came to share with us with this scripture. I'll just share with you. Amen? Amen. A man in his 80s said, Give me this mountain. He said, There was a time you sent me 45 years ago, and I am still at strong. Movement. Movement. I decree in the name of Jesus that everything that you need to be established in the faith, you have them. Amen. Culture will not shift you. Amen. Some people they say is that they traveled. And as they traveled abroad, they saw there is no need for God anymore. Which God did you receive? You received a God that can only put on lights. And, and do korta, good road, and give you supply of water. Yeah? And give you fast internet. Ah! Oh, Marshall, look at your God. Ah! Hey, I feel sorry for your God. What? So that's all your God can do. Then you don't need God. Bill Gates can just, you can just carry Bill Gates. Just put him in your parlor and be bowing before you. Say, oh, Bill Gates. To you, I owe my allegiance. There is peace that abroad cannot give. There is joy that abroad cannot give. There is the consciousness that your sins are forgiven. That abroad cannot give. This is the reason why we are in Christ. All these other things are add-ons. They are not the main stuff. 
The reason why we are in Christ. There is a righteousness that America cannot give. It's only found in Christ. There is a redemption and a finished work. Ah, that only Jesus can give. That's why we are in Christ. Our being in Christ is not location sensitive. If I travel abroad, actually, they lie to you. Because when they travel abroad, there is even more reason to pray. Wait to wait, wait. If you are normal, hey God, Lord, you sent me today. I'm talking to your people, amen. amen. If you are normal, and you were, you are normal, amen. amen. Are you not normal? Amen. amen. Say I'm normal. normal. Very normal. Very normal. <laughs> now listen, if a person is normal, and you go abroad, and you see people put skeleton in front of their house in the name of Halloween. <laughs> In the name of Halloween, won't you go and pray? You don't know there are demons in the environment. Uh, are you getting what I'm saying? You say you don't need God. After all, the roads work. After all, the using work. One of the things that you probably don't know is that years before this generation of Chinese, they were believers. They pray, though. And even today, today as we speak, there are over 200 million believers in China. Just because of the government restrictions, they pray underground. It's called the underground church. What you don't know is what your prayers are doing for your children. This time, this one hour that you just do, Kalabala, Let me share you a story. How many of you know Yongicho? You know Yongicho? Yonggi Cho entered South Korea. You know, South Korea and, and, and North Korea is just a, 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 yeah. He entered South Korea. If you go like this, you are in the North Korea. If you come like this, you are in South Korea. And he prayed and prayed for hours, hours, days, praying in the spirit, praying in the spirit. So missionaries came. As they crossed the border, it becomes hard to preach the gospel to anybody. When they cross back to the border, people are, are receiving Christ in their thousands. When they cross again, just to receive, <laughs> so they start asking around, asking. We notice the difference. They start asking around, and they told them, there's a, there's a man named Yongicho. He prayed the skies over South Korea, open to the things of the spirits. And to the gospel, you, you are a carrier of that open heavens. You carry it everywhere you go. You go into a place, it looks like everywhere is blocked. You can pray it open. Shout amen. Amen. You, 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 you can pray it open. That the hearts of people are responding to the gospel. Yes. You can pray it open. So don't say, America, America, America. Every young person's dream. Today is to run. Every. You know one of the problems I have? Hey. If you're empty here, don't run empty, dear. Ah. If you don't know the mighty working power of God here, don't run empty, dear. Jesus did not come so you can buy a new car. 
or build a new house. He came to give you eternal life. Say amen. Amen. So in the name of Jesus, you are established in the faith. Say it. I am established in the faith. I am established in the faith. Ten years from now, I'm still in the faith. Twenty years from now, I'm still in the faith. In fact, I'm bubbling in the faith. And you can measure growth. You can measure. You can measure growth. You can measure growth. And not just, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a believer. They say, it's time to pray in the office. They say, make pray care. <laughs> One of the ways you measure growth is the boldness that increases to identify with the gospel. You understand what I'm saying? They call you, they say, it's time to pray. You say, ah, pray care. Yeah, I don't do that here. I know how to. Ah. You see, and you know, one of the things that I hate is when ignorance is wearing spanks. Hmm? Ignorance, wearing, wearing jackets, wearing suits. Ignorance with hey, hey, metallic ignorance. Ignorance that is in Kong Kong, you know? <laughs> Loud ignorance. Why are you so ignorant? Not you. <laughs> See, you know, we we separate business from spirituality. You know, when it's time for business, 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 you keep spirituality aside. Meanwhile, you're not even doing better than Daniel. Daniel. Daniel said. I will not chop from the king's table. Give me something that represents my faith. And watch me after 21 days. It was loud. And then they made him PM. And then he's overseeing the people who were shy. That's your story. Do you understand what I'm saying? Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? We're entering the days where people will be bold. Put it on every year. I'm bold. I'm in Christ. Then when they come to innovation, you're also innovative. When they come to creativity, you're also creative. Then when they say, ah, this is I am in Christ. Service time, I'm going. You put meeting on Sunday at 9 a.m., you won't find me. You won't find me. You won't find me. I'm in Christ. Uh, there's a place I ought to be. Your meeting can wait. Established in the faith. Listen, let me tell you. Ah. I feel this very strong in my heart. Hmm? We will enter, we will shape systems, we won't shake. We won't shake. It's one million dollars. I was talking to one of my brothers the other day, sometime early this year. I was talking to him, and I told him, ah, the guy has money, he said, me too, I have. Yes. That guy has money. He said, me too. I'm rich. Kai, that thing. I, I grabbed it. I said, yes, that's, that's the spirit. Now, match for match. Power for power. Even when it comes to, you know, looks, I give you. When it comes to money, I give you. Then when it comes to the faith, I heal you. Hi. You understand what I'm saying? Some of you will enter cities. It will be... The Sheikh, Sheikh's daughter. That has ovarian cysts. Sheikh's daughter in Dubai. 
I say the power of God can heal it too. And as you are healing it, you are giving you your residence permit. Oh, is somebody, hey, there are other ways, oh. There are other ways into getting residency than waiting for five years. Was it not you who was sharing a testimony with me this morning? As somebody entered the city, she was supposed to wait for 10 years, five to 10 years, before she gets citizenship. Just by being in a meeting and participating in a meeting, in a service, where Pastor Nathanabati was ministering. She went and applied, and they were telling her it's impossible. As they were telling her it's impossible, they, they were giving her citizenship. It's because you don't know that there's a way in the spirit. Yes, wow. That is not just the way that man has created. You enter a city. You say, this power works. The shade's daughter is sick. Suddenly, they, you just hear. You say, ah, ah, if it might be possible that I might lay my hands on her. <laughs> you just use King James' conversation. Now I lay my hands on her that she might receive her sight. And you just go and say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. And you know those people, they don't know what to do with money. They say, Kai will lie. Hey! Before you know it, Babu, citizenship. Babu, this one. Babu, Ferrari, gold Ferrari. All of a sudden, you too, you have arrived. But you didn't arrive by trial and error. You arrive by the power of God. You see everything I'm saying now? If not with the eyes of possibility, you think, ah, P.O.D., you have come. You have come to Bobo Jesus. You know the lady I told you about who got pregnant at God's word? The baby is doing so far. You saw our chat yesterday. The baby is doing, I, I check up on her every other time. She said this is the easiest pregnancy as per, from what she hears people say, Except the first few months of no see and all. After that, so easy. And anytime she goes to a gynecologist, that they tell her the baby is perfect. I say it will be perfect like that to the end. Yes. You know, you have to use every opportunity to yes. speak words. Yes. She's probably seven months gone now. I, I told her, I told her, I said, why are the naming already? Yes. And when she saw my chat, she thought I, I said I was preparing for naming. So she said, oh, let me let you go, go, go be at it. I said, no, I'm talking about your naming. The naming of your baby. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because the power of God works. Hmm? So, and I told her, I said, and it will be as many as you want. Do you understand? So in, in case you want to go again after two years. You know, there's a way the thing can happen. That they will say that it's only one. That this one was just a, a medical miracle. No. If she wants to do four, she can. Ten, she can. I'll just not, I'll just not encourage that. Say in the name of Jesus, I am established in the faith. See now my time is running. In the name of Jesus, I am established in the faith. Concept number three, provision and abundance. You know what I want you to do when you get home? I want you to write at least one scripture that God has wrote for each of these concepts. Run with it to the end of this year. Provisional. See, look at me, everybody, please. Promise me you will do it. Yeah? Look at me, look at me. I want us to make eye contact. 
you will do it. Go and write down a scripture. Concept number what? Four. Abby? Favor and honor. Concept number five, supernatural prosperity. Write this down, please. God has concepts in brackets, realities concerning you that are contained in the word. You have to develop the art of believing to enter into those concepts and into those possibilities. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Now, I want to close on this note. How many of you ever heard the word, the sovereignty of God? Let me see your hands up. Ever heard the word, the sovereignty of God? If you have, let me, let me see your hands up. Have you ever heard the word, the sovereignty of God? That God is sovereign, right? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Now, you know, many people use the sovereignty of God wrongly. Amen? Are you with me? Yes, sir. God is sovereign, isn't he? So if you talk about sovereignty as a noun, alright, which is supreme, king, is, is that not who God is? He's supreme. He's king. If you talk about it as an adjective, the sovereignty of God with regards to his um, superintendence over things and all of that, that's who he is, is he not? But if you talk about sovereignty of God that allows things to happen, and that if God allows it to happen, then he is sovereign. We can't question him. That's where a lot of people have missed it. So I'll give you an idea that will help you, and then we'll close. Amen? Amen. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Are you together with me? Yes, sir. So two teenagers... All right? They get in a car, drunk on alcohol and drugs, high on high to the teeth. <laughs> All right? And then they drive right there into a tree and both of them die. God allowed it, right? <laughs> no, no, come on. God allowed it in his sovereignty. <laughs> he allowed two teenagers to die in an accident because he is sovereign. No. Their stupidity cost it. Not God. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? I'll be your God. You see, that's the reason why some people's God has to be arrested and locked up in prison. Because that's what you would do to a human being if you if the, okay, look at Chidi. So imagine Chidi, you are two. Mm -hmm. And I happen to be daddy to you. And then you go to a fan, he's rolling. And then you put your hand there. And I say, take your hands off. It will hurt you. I say, no, daddy, no, it will hurt me. And then you go back again. You put your hand there. And then you do it like three times. And I say, I say, come. I want to show you what this thing will do. So I take your hand and I put it in the fan. And there's a swash, and blood everywhere. And then, and then I say, that's to teach you a lesson. Next time, you will know what fans do and you will never touch them. You know what they will do to me? They will carry me. They will arrest me. 
like this, put me in prison, then psychiatric doctors will be coming to visit me and to be giving me injections for the whole year. No wonder some people don't have a relationship with their God. He causes accidents. Their God kills people. Their sovereignty allows bad things to happen. No, sir, no, ma. And this is the reason why many people don't exercise faith. Because you can't talk about the sovereignty of God without talking about the will of God. A sovereign God who we know is, is superintendent over the universe has narrowed his sovereignty into a will. So if you don't see it in the will, it is not God. It can be anything, but it's not God. So, a sovereign God can make people sick. And then when we pray for them and they don't get well, it was the will of God that they die. The same way is the will of God that those two teenagers entered their car drunk and went to have an accident. Is it not? It's the will of God. God in fact, just Kukuma labeled God. He killed them. Is that not what people have been trying to say since? He killed them. The devil is a liar. God doesn't cause accidents. God doesn't kill people. God doesn't make you sick. Listen, there are many things we might not be able to explain why we're on this side of eternity. But one thing we know is that it's not God. God doesn't kill. He doesn't steal. It's Satan who does that. He is the thief. He is the killer. He is the one who destroys. God does not kill. God does not steal. God does not destroy. Say amen. amen. So one thing we know, you know, Andrew Romack, and I close on this note, Andrew Romack was sharing. Say a lady came with a sick child. And so he prayed and told her to stand in faith. And the child died. The Bible says you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So he told the lady, he said, God is not a baby killer. I don't know what may have happened. Maybe it's my faith. Maybe it's your faith. Maybe something. But we know one thing for sure. It is not God. A few months later, after he was able to tell her the truth, she came back and said, actually, I've been afraid about this child dying for a while. Every time he gets a cold, the doctors give a pneumonia um, diagnosis as a child and so that whenever he gets cold he's going to die so that fear has been there no wonder sometimes it is the things people greatly fear that finally happens that's the reason why you must deal with fear with god's word and in the crevices of people's hearts there might be fears that they don't know about that nobody knows about you deal with them with the word of God. But one thing is certain. God's sovereignty does not make people sick. God's sovereignty does not, does not make people die. God's sovereignty does not make people lose their minds. God is not sovereign like that. So in the name of Jesus, you've come into possibilities. In the name of Jesus, great things are spoken of you. I announce over you, it's a season of endless victories for you by the power of the Holy Ghost. There are things that you did not even imagine would happen. People would take a liking to you without you 
even laboring for it. As you step out of 2023 into 2024, I decree and declare you have entered into supernatural possibilities by the power of the Holy Ghost. God causes your mind to become broad. Your mind is not limited or confined. I decree and declare your money is not your limitation any longer. The lack of it is not your limitation any longer. I decree and declare you are putting the weight of your believing on what Jesus has said. And you are rising and moving quicker than you ever imagined. Let the power of God rest mightily upon you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now I see with the eyes of the Spirit that some of you, you are are experiencing that chariot speed. The speed of the Spirit has come upon you. And you are outrunning the chariots of the King. Listen to me, look up at me, we are closing now. For many weeks now, every time I stand to pray, I see this picture all the time. 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 I see, you know, that picture of, you know, Elijah outrunning the chariots of the king. It comes to me like a flash. And it has just come now again. And I believe God is saying to many people that you are gaining strength by the Spirit. And there is a speed that has come to you that is by the Spirit. Glory, hallelujah. So look at me, everybody. Get your believing. Lock it on something. And don't quit until it comes in. Amen? It doesn't matter what it is. A billion dollars, I don't care. Listen, look at me. The same you attracts a billion dollars in your 60s. And that same you cannot attract it at 30. Same you. Because time must pass now. You understand? That's human thinking. Time must pass. That thing that associates you with a 40-year-old now having a house and a car is now established. Who told you? Okay, let me, let me, let, I'll close on this note. If you don't believe God, society will be changing the narrative for you. Yeah, they're already doing it now. 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds, multi-billionaires, already having their own car. They didn't steal, they didn't steal, they didn't steal. They didn't steal. They are not Yahoo people. Every prosperity is not Yahoo money. How much does Yahoo even pay? Hmm? They didn't steal. They didn't steal. They didn't steal. They found something. Somebody is selling an app for 40 billion. 80 billion. Are <laughs> you hearing what I'm saying? So if you don't let me, I'm just telling you that let the Spirit of God be your own possibility. Because that guy who is selling that app now can be depressed, can be frustrated, he can be suicidal. You, you have the complete thing. You have the spirit of God, and then you are kept. You are whole. Your mind is at peace. You don't need to lose anything to keep something. You understand? I'm speaking over you. You don't need to lose your children because you're chasing money. No, you have your children, you have your wife, your husband, and you also have resources. Do you understand what I'm saying? Whatever possibilities mean to you. Let me see you. Let me see you. Does anybody have anything they do? The power of God is upon you. That represents that you, that, that you want the power of God to breathe on. Let me just see your hands up. Something you do. That, that you, are, you are testing the power of God on. 
that this thing will move faster, quicker, pace. Amen. So let's bring it home and let's make it tangible. Lift up those hands, please. Lift up those hands. Lord, I stand in the name of Jesus to speak over your beloved people. Let there be supernatural possibilities. As your son, I speak. And thank you because you always hear us. Let these men, let these women come back to this place with testimonies of supernatural speed, supernatural acceleration, one thing on the heel of the other until their head begins to spin and they cannot keep up with the goodness of God, with the favor of God, with the shouts of redemption and testimony. Let there be one thing on the heel of the other at the pace that they cannot keep up with. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let there be possibilities of the God kind by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus. If there's anybody sick in your body and the doctors have given a prognosis or a diagnosis, whatever it is, in the name of Jesus, the concept of health now rests upon you. The The concept of health in the Father's hearts now rests upon you. It is divine healing and health. By the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I speak heaven's concept of provision. To you. Hey. Kaipa. I speak heaven's concept of provision to you. Starting from this week. Let there be supernatural provision. Let there be supernatural favor. Let there be supernatural abilities. Let there be supernatural acceleration. You are the right place at the right time, Amen. meeting the right people. Amen. Now, the Lord says to announce to you, look up at me. I'm, I'm closing. I'm trying to close. There will no longer be time in manifestations. It will be back to back. Amen. Some of you have seen supernatural provision. It's just that it's not as frequent as you want. From now, it's frequent. Listen, some of you hearing me, you won't have to wait six months to see another supernatural flow. No, it is daily. For some of you, it is hourly. For some of you, it is per minute. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I announce in Jesus' name that many of you under the sound of my voice will no longer have need to touch your salary. If you earn an income every month, you would have forgotten that you have that income. If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. I announce over you, let there be constellations over your life, supernatural constellations. That you will forget that you have a salary account. Or that you have a business account. An operational flow account. It will have millions in there that you're not using. I decree and declare luxury money. Some of you are saying, until money has shown you pepper. (laughs) But in the name of Jesus, it is happening to you. In the name of Jesus. It is happening to you. In the name of Jesus. Amen.
thank you for engaging yourself in this episode. We trust that your life has been beautified. If you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life with this ministry, please write to us at hello.blueprintstories.org. You can visit our website at www.blueprintstories.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Blueprints Church and on Instagram at The Blueprints Church. Share.